0: marketing is so much more than a post on facebook saying hey i'm open please come eat my food today we get into boots on the ground activities to drive your sales up on 10 minute food truck training hear that believe it or not summer is just around the corner luckily armorall america's most trusted auto appearance brand has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine plus now through may 31st we'll give you five dollars for every 20 you spend on armorall products that means car wash pods protectant tire shine you name it find out how to get your five dollar rebate at armorall.com armorall less work more clean terms apply Hi, my name is Bill Moore, founder of Group. This week is all about marketing, and today we're going to talk about hitting the streets and inviting people to our food truck, or just letting you know we exist in the first place. Printing and passing out flyers is a great way to meet businesses near your locations. That's why on the location viability sheet that's in my food truck 101 course, you're asked to list the number of businesses in the particular area that you plan on vending. This makes you take a critical look at At the surroundings and perhaps notice something you didn't notice was there before. Passing out flyers works well if you offer something in return for the employees and the managers. Discounts are a good incentive but consider something of equal value like a complimentary delivery if they're very close. A lot of retail shops for instance only have a single person working when it's actually slow enough for them to grab a bite to eat. And they can't leave the retail shop, obviously. So they have to depend upon delivery. If you can offer a a short delivery area, maybe two or three minutes from your food truck, and drop the food off, they will appreciate it. And they will order from you more frequently. Loyalty breeds repeat sales. So what you want to do is list all the businesses and offices you want to visit. You got the flyers in hand. You want to call ahead during slow periods. I personally hate when people call at lunchtime because clearly they don't know what they're doing. So you don't want to call somebody when you think they would be busy and ask, hey, if I come visit you and bring some treats for your employees, would you hang a flyer in your break room just to let people know about my business? When you say, hey, I'm bringing treats, they're probably going to say, yeah, come on down. Decide on what your offer for the employees is going to be and put that on the flyer. Something simple like show your ID badge, get a dollar off. Show your name tag, get a dollar off. Whatever you want to do. You can give them 10% off. You can give 50% discounts to the managers. Whatever you want to do, it's your business. But offer something that will entice them to want to come check your food out. And you could even do a blanket offer just printed directly on the, the flyer. Whatever you want to do, it's your business. Purchase the treats. Think of things like donuts and prepackaged cookies and brownies, any kind of sweet, something that's going to be good at room temperature, but something the employees are going to enjoy and make them feel obligated to at least come down and check you out. Stay away from hot foods because it could sit there for hours before it gets consumed and then you just have a negative impression. There are things you could do like radio and I'm sure you're thinking why would I want to do radio that's expensive. Well not necessarily. In a lot of markets you can offer your food in trade for ads or mentions. You can help to sponsor a contest that doesn't actually cost you any money because it gives them a reason to have a contest which gets people calling into their radio station to answer some trivia question and all you have to do is provide a meal on a weekly basis or or whatever. So it costs you very little because the only thing you're losing is the food cost. So don't freak out if your menu item is a $15 menu item that you're giving away, it's not costing you $15. It's costing you whatever your food cost is. And if you've been paying attention to me, you're going to be $3 or so food cost. It's worth it. It's worth it. You can also offer to piggyback on live broadcasts at car lots and store openings, and anywhere else the radio station is going to be. Just go in into the advertising manager and say, "Hey, look, I would love to partner with you guys. Anytime you go on a live remote that doesn't involve a restaurant or a bar, then I would be happy to come and provide food for." Your listeners. That gives them an incentive to mention you and to get you to go with them on live broadcast. I've gotten dozens of mentions at live broadcasts for just giving a couple of meals to the DJ. They didn't even know I was going to show up. I just brought them some food, gave them some food while they're they're uh, doing their little spiel for the used car lot they were set up at, which is just right down the road from me. And they mentioned me several times. Oh, I love this sandwich. You got to go check out the Philly cheese steak. It's awesome. It's a Philly station right down the road. And they did a full commercial for me just because I gave them a couple of meals and fed the, the uh, support staff that was with them. So don't be afraid of giving away some samples to people that are going to help promote your business. You can drop by the radio station and talk again to the sales rep. Leave some food for all the different on-air personalities. Leave some food for the sales rep. And be honest with and tell them straight up, I have a budget or I don't have a budget. Here's what I would like to do with your radio station. If you're lucky enough, the radio station will house several different brands of music. So you may have a country station, a rock station, an oldie station, a talk radio station, all in the same building, all sharing the same sales staff, all sharing the same sales rep. So you could hit up different genres of music and and radio for those uh, opportunities to get your name mentioned. Radio works. People listen to radio in the cars all day long. At your location, wherever you set up, you'll need at least one sign. You need signs that lead people to where you are. Just because you set up in a shopping center parking lot doesn't mean people can see you from the road. Because remember, they should be concentrating on driving. So they're not looking for something new that could be sitting several hundred feet off of the road. So you need signs, you need attention getters. Owners tend to forget that signs are marketing and they're part of your marketing budget. That's why on the break-even analysis sheet, I have you setting aside money for marketing. If you're not buying stuff to market with, you have to spend money to replace stuff that's getting tattered and torn and faded. So you have to have a marketing budget. You need to have signs that tell people what you sell and how much it costs. At least one with a picture on it. Whatever your signature item is, just have that and then the price. Because what that does is it tells people very quickly what you sell, how much it costs. Because I can promise you, no matter what your price point is, it will be above what somebody can afford. And it saves them the embarrassment of pulling in to go get food from you and standing in line and then reading the meeting, oh crap, I don't have enough money in my pocket. So now they have to get out of line, they're all embarrassed, and they leave your business. But if you have a sign out that features something, then at least I can afford that, or no, I can't afford that, I need to go somewhere else. Make it easier on your guests to know what to sell. You can use feather signs, lighted arrows, wind socks, yard signs, umbrellas, anything with a logo on it. All help to define what you are, what you're selling, and it draws attention to you. Anything that has motion to it draws attention. Set these around as your city will allow. But understand, some cities don't allow yard signs, and they don't allow feather flags above a certain height. All of those kind of things you need to know before you start setting it up. Otherwise, you'll have somebody from enforcement come and tell you to take it all down in the middle of when you're busy. There's one town that I used to work in that did not allow yard signs. And the police would come and pull them up and they'll just throw them in the trash. So they didn't even bother telling you there's a problem. They just throw them in the trash. They figure that's enough of a disincentive for you to do it a second or third time. So it's much better to know the laws ahead of time. I've talked about sign spinning on many presentations I've done. I hate sign spinners, but they work. So because they work, I have to love them. So I send somebody out to spin a sign. Troll the sign, get attention, movement gets attention, and when it's attached to a human that's waving to the cars as they blow their horns and that type of thing, it creates a good impression. Swooper flags, feather flags, yard signs, Burma Burma shave style signs where you have a cute little saying every three or four signs. All of those things work if they're positioned correctly and not overdone. Flash equals cash. I personally hate that saying, but it's 100% true. A well-lit trailer with a colorful wrap commands attention. Instinctually, humans are drawn towards things that make us feel good. Make it easy for your guests to feel good. Have things well-lit, colorful. Get attention. What makes a good uh, food truck trailer design? Well, you need to have your business name. You need to have your logo, social media pages, telephone number, website. Anything that that gets people to look you up, especially if you're driving by. Because remember, when you're driving and not selling food, that is a mobile billboard. Utilize it. You should want your menu on the side of your truck somehow. But again, don't lock yourself into wrapping your truck with your hot dogs and hamburgers and all that. Now you have a big blaring advertisement that says, hey, I've got hot dogs when you really don't. And you definitely don't want to make your pricing a part of your wrap because you're going to change prices. You don't want to be locked into something. The vehicle's physical characteristics play a role in design. So you got to think about how the wrap's going to lay in relationship to frames of windows and doors and hinges and the corners and and the wheel wells and all those kind of things. So what really looks good on paper may not look so good in real life. So really think about how you want your wrap to look and what information is going to be on the wrap and what areas it's going to look. Think about your service window when it's open and closed and what that does to whatever's on the window itself. Having your logo half on the window, half off means that when you open it now, you only have half your logo showing. So think about those kind of things. Use the maximum amount of space that you have for your advertising advantage. So think about the roof. If you work in a uh, city that has lots of tall buildings, you might as well put your name on your roof. So when people are gazing out their window, they can see your business name on the top of your food truck. It's blank space, use it. Think about putting your name in reverse on the front of your uh, truck as you're driving. So when somebody looks in the rear view mirror, it now reads the proper direction. Just remember, the more text you put on the exterior of your food truck, the harder it will be for people to read quickly. So limit your words, get good-sized fonts, and design the overall format so it promotes readability. If you're having trouble figuring out how to get your message across using images, then just do a tagline. Something that's easy to remember or is brand-specific and something you can hashtag so you can get people sharing it on social media. Bright colors do the job well. So do go with with, uh, bold color choices, but think about what it's going to do to the interior because darker colors are going to keep the heat in, whereas lighter colors reflect the heat away. It may only make a couple of degrees difference, but in the summertime, every little bit helps. Certain colors bring out certain feelings, so you want to use those to your advantage. Fast food restaurants and restaurants in general have, have done tons and tons of research and spent millions of dollars on understanding how colors work. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just follow their lead. According to the marketing industry, red is said to make people hungry. And that's why you see reds and yellows and, and uh, golds in a lot of marketing uh, logos for restaurants. If you're going to be a vegetarian place, you might want to slant more towards greens. Let people know what you sell through your colors. It needs to help make sense to the feelings you're gonna generate with those colors. And if you have too much color, just like having too much text or too many images can be overwhelming to viewers. Stick to five colors or less. Use contrasting colors or adding in white space to make certain parts of the design stand out and to lead eyes where you want them to be led. Just be careful not to leave too much white space, otherwise your trailer or truck will get confused with a generic delivery truck or maybe even a kidnapper. Food photos are often the anchor of a food truck's exterior. A great design will entice your guests to take photos of your truck. They'll take selfies in front of your truck and now you're getting them to share your truck on their social media. So be kind of cool with what you look like. Today's Wednesday so that means tonight at 6 p.m central time I will be doing a live video and it's going to be all about social media. We'll get into even more stuff on social media. That's on our food truck training group on Facebook. If you haven't joined what are you waiting for? This is your invitation to come on over. Again that's Food Truck Training, and it's on Facebook. It's one of the groups. Tomorrow, we're going to go into community and leveraging good deeds to increase your sales. If you're enjoying our chats, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Click that support button because every little bit helps. You guys have a great day. Thanks for listening and stay profitable, my friends.